Hey folks, welcome to episode 91 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So this week, due to time constraints, uh, we're just going to do the usual roundup of vulnerability fixes for the past week. Uh, next week, with any luck, we will have some extra content to bring you. So it's going to be a bit of a shorter one today, so let's just get straight into it. So first up, we had an update for uh, the X server in uh, Trusty ESM or Ubuntu 14.04 Extended Security Maintenance. Uh, five different CVEs were solved for this one. Uh, I talked about those back in uh, last week's episode for uh, the standard support Ubuntu releases. So yeah, they have been backported as well for, uh, as I say, 14.04 ESM. Then we had a uh, live patch update for the kernel in Ubuntu 18.04 uh, long-term support or Ubuntu Bionic Beaver. Uh, this is one CVE that was fixed in this. I talked about this again in last week's episode. Uh, this was the uh, AF packet out of bounds right, so the kind of thing that a uh, local user could cause a crash in the kernel or potentially get code execution due to uh, the use of unprivileged user namespaces, which allows them to then you know, create AF packet sockets as root within a uh, user namespace. So uh, that also affected Ubuntu 20.04 long-term support, uh, but the live patch for that is still being prepared. So look out for that if you are running uh, Ubuntu 24 long-term support. We then had an update for uh, GUPNP. This is the GNOME uh, universal plug and play stack. Um, this is used by things like Rigel for media sharing on the GNOME desktop, and that's the standard desktop used by Ubuntu. So if you go into uh, your standard Ubuntu desktop uh, under settings, you can do media sharing now in Ubuntu uh, 24 long-term support. And so it did have, uh, unfortunately, vulnerability, which was in uh, the UPnP protocol itself. So this was called or dubbed Call Stranger. Um, it was, uh, as I say, in the UPnP protocol. And so basically a lot of different UPnP specifications were vulnerable to this. Uh, the way it worked is that uh, UPnP is kind of like a PubSub pub um, system. So you can subscribe to arbitrary content uh, from a UPnP server and it will then you know, call you back essentially when it has that. Uh, the issue was that you tell it, hey, I want to subscribe to this. Uh, here's the URL that I want you to call me back on. And it wouldn't do any validation on that URL. So, you know, that could point to anywhere. So you could then use that uh, to, you know, have it call out to some other server. So you could essentially uh, maybe leak uh, content, you know, off the local network to somewhere else. Uh, so exfiltration of data. But you could also use it to do distributed denial of service attacks because you could then point it back at, you know, some other random web server. And if you have, say, a heap of different UPnP devices under your control, uh, you can then DDoS them across all of that. Uh, so the fix for this was uh, relatively simple. It was just to make sure that when it uh, when you do that subscribe, it checks that the destination host is either has a link local address or it has uh, an address within the local netmask. So either way, uh, you're checking that it's on the same network segment. So you know you can only DOS something that's local to you, which hey you can just do directly anyway. There's no need to uh, you know leverage something like this if that is uh, is your game. So yeah, that was fixed for uh, GUPnP though for Ubuntu 24 long-term support. We then had a couple updates for a couple different uh, Apache uh, libraries uh, and uh, daemons. So uh, the log4j uh, Apache package and uh, the Apache XML RPC both failed to properly deserialize data. In the case of uh, log4j, you know, if you're then listening to untrusted network data, you could then exploit that to run arbitrary code. Or in the case of XMLRPC, in the client side of that, if you had a malicious server uh, that would send you back, uh, you know, untrusted data, and you uh, inc or it incorrectly deserialized, it could get remote code execution on the client as a result. So they were fixed as well. 
We had an update for OpenJPEG for Ubuntu 16.04 long-term support in which seven different CVs were addressed. Uh, this is our usual mix of uh, kind of issues that we see in the C-based libraries that do uh, image handling. So a lot of different memory safety issues were fixed here uh, that could result in things like denial of service or uh, remote code execution and the like from crafted image data if you are processing those. So you are a bit safer now uh, for OpenJPEG on Ubuntu uh, 16.04 long-term support. We also had updates for uh, Milky Tracker. Uh, this is a music tracker application uh, for Ubuntu 16.04 for long-term support. Three different CVs were fixed in this, uh, all of them around failure to properly validate files. So two of these could result in possible uh, heap uh, buffer overflows and one in a possible stack-based buffer overflow. And in this case, you know, all of them could potentially get your remote code execution if you are loading untrusted files with Milky Tracker. We had an update as well for Lufa. This is the Ruby module for manipulation and transformation of HTML and XML, uh, sorry, HTML and XML, that kind of thing. And in this case, you could get possible cross-site scripting attacks uh, because it would fail to sanitize JavaScript when handling crafted SVG, and it would then output you know, that JavaScript and potentially call it as well. So you could uh, yeah, get uh, XSS attacks as a result. The BSDIF, uh, binary diff, uh, utility was also updated for Ubuntu 6.04 long-term support. Uh, this wins the oldest CVE of the week award. So this is all the way back to 2014 for this one. Uh, in this case, it failed to properly validate uh, the input patch file. So you could then get an integer overflow and then a heap-based buffer overflow as a result and code execution or denial of service as a result from that. We then had an update for Lua JIT. Uh, this was an out-of-bounds read again for Ubuntu 6.04 for long-term support. Uh, it could result in a crash and info leak. Only a couple more to get through here. We had an update for WebSocket extensions for Ubuntu releases 16.04, 18.04, and 20.04 long-term support. Uh, this was a uh, single CVE for uh, the Ruby, as I say, WebSockets extension. Uh, it used a uh, regular expression with backtracking to parse uh, various headers. And uh, because of that, uh, regular expressions with backtracking are notoriously um, CPU intensive to process. So you could send a crafted input that would cause it to do you know, a significant amount of backtracking and you could then denial a service as a result by soaking up all that CPU time. And finally, we had an update for Perl DBI. So uh, one CVE here that was fixed all the way back to Ubuntu 12.04 extended security maintenance, 14.04 extended security maintenance, 16.04 and 18.04 long-term support releases. Now, uh, this is the Perl database interface module. Uh, the underlying code would potentially allocate uh, the stack, or sorry, should I say, it would potentially reallocate the stack in certain conditions. And then you could get, uh, as a result, uh, pointers that were previously pointing to objects on the stack would become invalid. Uh, and therefore, you, know, you could either read arbitrary data as a result, because they point to now you know, various other locations in memory, or if they perhaps don't point within the mapped memory anymore, you would get a crash, that kind of thing. So yeah, that was fixed for Perl DBI as well. And that takes it to the end of this week's roundup of security vulnerabilities. And unfortunately, that takes us also to the end of this week's episode. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, as I say, a bit of a shorter episode this week, but uh, we will be back with you again next week. Uh, until then, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at securityubuntu.com. You can also find us uh, in the Ubuntu Harden channel on the Freenode IRC network. You can find us on discourse.ubuntu.com and start a conversation with there under the security section. Or you can find us on Twitter at Ubuntu underscore sec. Okay, so yeah, next week we will be back again with you to do the, uh, the usual roundup of vulnerabilities and discuss other security topics as well. Uh, until then, remember, keep calm because we've got your back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.